minus 40 seconds. T-minus 30 seconds. T-minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What's good, y'all? Happy Monday. It feels like a Friday to me, um, but you know, here we are. Happy Monday, y'all. We got so much to talk about, and I low-key want to talk about this Netflix special on top of that, so you might be getting a little, you know, extra, um, you know, just because, because why not? This is what the internet and podcasts are about. Anywho, uh, welcome to uh, WWT Live, where we cover all the latest and greatest news that's happening in wrestling on Women's Wrestling Talk, and I'm on Women's Wrestling Show on the planet. And I am not alone. The man with at least 101 jobs, Mr. Bonner, is in the building. How are you doing? I'm great. Trying to keep up with you, TK. How are you? <laughs> Good, man. Just out here trust, just hustling and, you know, trying to... Not to get excited about these documentaries. Jeez. Well, uh, we'll, we'll get more into it at the end, but yeah. It's hard to because great documentaries do that for us. So I, I'm, I'm that, with you. That totally. part, that part. So what do you Absolutely. have for us today? Oh, boy. There is much going on in the world of pro wrestling. Let's start with another release. Okay. So when we left you Friday, we talked about 21 people getting released from NXT. Well, this release isn't exactly connected to NXT. Instead, it's connected to what's going on in the main roster and live events. As Jeff Jarrett, who we found out not long ago was a vice president of live events in WWE, is no more. He's apparently been released by WWE. So, of course, we last saw him just a few weeks ago at SummerSlam. He was the referee the tag match between the Usos and the Street Profits. Then the next day, he was in the main event of Ric Flair's last match uh, where he teamed with Jay Lethal against Andrade El Idolo. So it looks like Jeff Jarrett is out. Of course, Jarrett will likely show up on an independent promo somewhere and uh, will show his face. But where Jeff Jarrett is out, it seems as though another member of DX could be in. As the road dog, uh, Jesse James, is back with WWE, apparently in same said position. So if you're keeping, it is messy, considering, of course, uh, the road dog left just a few months ago, actually, because of some conflicts with Vince McMahon relative to creative, et cetera, et cetera. So now the road dog is back and it's not a coincidence, I don't think, that His running buddies are running all things creative in WWE. You've got, of course, Triple H as president of creative. You've got Shawn Michaels as the VP of creative. And now you have the road dog in as the VP of live events, ensuring that what happens in creative happens on the road. So basically, DX is running WWE all over again. I know um, Sean, or X-Pac, was at the um, Performance Center for a while. Well, I, know, I don't know if he ever stopped, but I know mm-hmm. he was helping to train folks at the Performance Center a while back. So I'm, I'm curious to see um, if, there's, if there's still continued involvement and or if there's something for him to do. Because he's, you know, since he's, when I met him, when I started working with him, he was on that path to, 
like I don't know X Pac before the the craziness that we that we've seen, gotcha. but the, he was doing a lot of things. He's recently married, right. all this other stuff. So it's just kind of like I'd be interested to see if he's going to be doing um, anything in in any capacity with WWE. Um, it's certainly possible there too. You yeah. know, you have that. There's I'd have to think that Kevin Nash might be considered if Nash has any interest, though. I think Nash is pretty cool with uh, where he is and what he's doing these days. But again, it all could be wide open. So the idea that not just DX, but that the click who was seemingly ostracized for their take on the world of wrestling back in the 90s could now literally be running the sport. Um, from an executive perspective, it's pretty amazing when you think about that. It is. And I and I feel like um, I can't speak to anybody else, but it seemed like X-Pac was really in touch with the younger wrestlers yes. as far as that that thing. So I'm assuming, and I mean, obviously we're seeing everything that's going um, down with Triple H and stuff like that. So obviously he was very, he did NX, uh, NXT. So, uh, you know, when you're more in touch with, what's really happening and what's also happening in the WWE universe where you actually kind of mm -hmm. care, but you're also adding the marketing, all that stuff. It breeds for a great thing. Um, so right. shout outs in the chat. Uh, Wheel five stud says, um, I'm excited. I love to his podcast. I love listening to his podcast every Thursday. I didn't know his podcast was back. It was kind of going in and out, but definitely yeah. congratulations. Very interesting podcast. And mm -hmm. then um, shout out to uh, JD in the chat as well. Previously, <laughs> Previously on release. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. I mean, I wonder. It's no no different when like you know, so a new manager comes and they clear out all the sure. people and they bring in the the people that they work with that they're comfortable with that they can trust. Sure. Um, but we also don't know if they're clearing them out for something different. I think they're doing a lot of rearranging, and yes. I, and I don't think that. Um, especially in wrestling, it's it's mm -hmm. one of those wrestling and entertainment period. It's yeah. one of those things that. Um, oh, dang it, who was it? Was it Charlemagne? It might have been Charlemagne who said, Charlemagne the God, who said, mm -hmm. You know, it, you're not really part of the entertainment industry if you haven't got fired a couple times. I might be well, misquoting him, but I'm pretty sure that's like any, anybody who's been in the industry, if you've lucked out and never been fired, you are one of the very few. Um, mm -hmm. hey, Stephanie in the chat, so hey. definitely, um, we'll. We'll see what happens, but I definitely think there's no hard fe hard feeling firings. I feel like they're just doing things to clear. It's like you clear out your fridge. Right. So right. you actually see what you have, see what you mm -hmm. work with, and then you go back to Costco and then you fill everything back up again. Um, totally. So, you know, we'll see what we'll see what happens with that. But um, what is also happening right now. <laughs> Mr. K. McCoy. In the building, <laughs> gang, like gang. it's a, a cold winter day in the L.A. streets. I'm telling uh, you. <laughs> but all the black and a long sleeve shirt. Like how, Cooler how, than how. a polar bear's toenail. That's who I am. I am I am paying tribute to Glacier, clearly. I was watching WCW the other night and paying tribute to my guy Glacier. Sorry, I'm texting my fake deceased girlfriend that I did not get the job as senior vice president of WWE Lab Events. So I'm a little upset about that. I have to break the news to her. Sorry. Uh, big news. Right <laughs> yeah. I have a glacier story I'll tell another day. But, yeah. He's a really cool guy. He's a yeah, really he, cool guy. He, he is. Also, by the way, remember when he walked out Cody at All Out? I'm sorry, All mm -hmm. In uh, three years ago. I was watching All In. I was like, that's right. Glacier was with Cody on the mm -hmm. way out. So big shouts to Glacier. <clears throat> Next time, we're yeah. going to get a snow filter for me. Hashtag oh winter's gosh. coming. Uh, you know who else is coming tonight? Our girl Trish Stratus as Raw takes place in Toronto, Canada. Not only will we see Toronto's own Edge take on Damian Priest, into which Edge called a WrestleMania-level event. Okay, I see you with the real big Edge. I Okay, in that case, I, rather, I need to see Edge dive off a ladder and hit Damian Priest in the air like Jeff Hardy sans WrestleMania 18 or 19 one of them they get blurry as you get older 18 anywho mm -hmm. uh, 18 yeah kind of no, like no, no no actually 17 it was 17 18, 18 was in toronto oddly enough 18 was in toronto was in so 17 was in houston 
Yeah. Yes, things get blurry just like Jeff Hardy after a night out. Anyway, no, no, Trish no, Stratus no, no, no. is going to make his appearance tonight, her appearance tonight. I'm very excited. She's going to be there giving us some Stratus faction. It's going to be very dope. She even spoke of maybe she should come as a heel Trish. Maybe her and Becky Lynch can have it out. She spoke about that, obviously, before Becky was uh, was hurt. But I think last time we saw Trish wrestle was SummerSlam 2019. But breaking news, folks, I think we might mess around and see Trish in the ring tonight because Brian Alvarez tweeted earlier in these tweet streets that we may have a change to the women's tag tournament tonight. As of now, in the bracket, we have scheduled to face is going to be Alexa Bliss and Asuka taking on Dakota Kai and EO Sky, Sky, mm-hmm. Sky, EO Sky. Uh, yes. And uh, this was be taking place. So who knows? Will Trish have something to do with that? Will the change be tonight or will the change be on Friday? Obviously, we saw some changes with Gigi Dolan and JC Jane of Toxic Attraction, who looked fire on SmackDown, yes. by the way. It happened yes. after we wrapped up our Friday show, but they looked mm-hmm. like they should they should have been there weeks ago. Looked amazing mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the blue brand. So who knows if mm-hmm. Trish will get physical tonight? I hope so. Maybe she might team up and, and replace one of those four between Alexa, Oscar, Dakota, or EO. But uh, we're going to see what goes down. So Trish will make that appearance tonight. So I'm excited to see some satisfaction in Toronto. And I mean, it's definitely possible. Like she, mm-hmm. she's still in, I should say, stay still in shape. She's never been out of shape. Right. Um, the pictures that she posts, I'm going to pull up her IG right now. The pictures she posts are like fire. Um, she work out, works out on a regular basis. So, I mean, uh, why, why not? Yeah. Um, there yeah. was one picture, I think she was, when she was inducted to the hall of fame, I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like you're a mama too. This is what we are doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, definitely. And, and on top of that, the name recognition, like why, why not? Right. Um, obviously we all know, and she said in a lot of interviews that she's not going to like, you know, do the whole road thing because she's way more about family than wrestling, but yeah. mm-hmm. she, I, I think that she has probably another three to five, like little mini stories to go before she officially like this, my body's not. Mm-hmm. she's like it's a wrap fam i mean and, and it's yeah. been three years since like we've seen her so you know maybe we could see her again be a replacement again the internet is talking streets are talking that we might have some changes to this women's tag tourney just give the banks to naomi and sasha already sorry to unbox them i know we're not talking about but you know we're, we're gonna see what goes down let, let's stay on on this because what's interesting is someone who will likely be watching tonight will be cardi b who happened to, yeah, she happened to put out a tweet. Someone <laughs> talked about Edge and Lita, and she put out a tweet, and she said she used to love them. Uh, they were a sexy couple. This was her era of WWE, even though she said she was a Trish Stratus girl. So Cardi B could be watching tonight to support Trish and Edge, since they'll both be, both be on Raw tonight. What's she a- supposed to do? She, she so do she was Cardi was supposed to do SummerSlam last year, but she got pregnant. Right. And that ended up stopping her doing because she was going to perform at SummerSlam and she was supposed to actually have something go on, but she got mm. pregnant and that wiped all of that out uh for her. Cause they were even using her song uh yeah. as the theme song. They had for up. SummerSlam. That's right. Yeah, they That's used right. up all they, because they she up. was supposed to be there, but then she got pregnant. So there we go. Uh, so Ooh. we have Nikki in the chat said plot twist. Charlotte comes back and interrupts Trish. I mean, I, I feel like Charlotte, I mean, we all know Charlotte's coming back, but I don't see her coming back right now. I feel like probably after a clash um, because we need something to get like, there's only, it's only so many excitements they can give us. So I don't, I feel like Triple H is kind of spacing them out, but you never know. Um, we have a question from Wheel Five asking thoughts on uh, Triple H's new product product since the takeover. I think we've all talked about it. Uh, it's just like a, a 180. It's a breath of fresh air um, in in a good way. I think we're all happy with what's happening, the storylines, yeah. the excitement of not knowing what's happening, but also being excited about that. Um, yeah. So I think we're all you know pretty excited at what's what's gonna what's going down with this product. 
Yeah, and I think we all feel compelled to watch. Like, there's a reason to watch Raw and SmackDown because you want that real-time reaction, not just seeing it on Twitter from other people like, damn, I missed that. But I've been happy that I've been watching Raw and SmackDown. The the Karrion Cross return was absolutely amazing, shocking. No one saw it coming. You know, the car crash, is Dexter Loomis behind it or not? Even watching NXT and seeing that they acknowledged Index with – you right. know, Indy Hartwell getting that letter with the index forever and Blair Davenport pulling up and ripping it and being like, oh, okay, there's some mm-hmm. continuity in between yeah. everything, the WWE mm-hmm. universe. And again, to that Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens promo where they talking about wrestling and screaming about wrestlers wrestling. It sounds like mm-hmm. a Cameron rap. We're wrestling in a wrestling <laughs> ring, wrestling. Dipset killer. It was just like, they just couldn't wait to say wrestle forever. So mm-hmm. the changes have been dope. I think we even saw or heard Michael Cole say the name El Generico we sure did on SmackDown on Friday they finally acknowledged that the Olays are for Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn people did the Olays they 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 try to make it about Primo and Epico for a little bit with the Olay thing and and like and with the bull Torito whatever it was but no that was pretty dope to have them kind of be like oh you know, Sami Zayn kind of reminds me of El Generico, which mm-hmm. could we one day even see El Generico return from the orphanage in WWE? Like, you know, I mean, That'd the first week, the first week Vince was gone, we heard Xavier Woods acknowledging War Machine, then War Machine, now the Viking mm-hmm. Raiders as mm-hmm. fight as fighting in, in JPW and ROH and whatnot. So yeah. I think Triple H is kind of acknowledging that wrestling happens outside of the WWE universe and including continuity within the universe as well. So I think it's been flames. Do you think we're going to get more, uh, uh, more forbidden doors? Like, I mean, obviously we got Mickey James and that, but we were all surprised about that, but other promotions have been doing, you know, some crossovers. So do you think that I I don't envision WWE doing it like AEW has, but do you think we're going to see some sprinklings of, you know, free agents, who have been in the game for a long time, making a story and then leaving, like, you know, a la, you know, Mickey James, um, even, you know, giving Chelsea Green a chance, Taya Valkyrie, people who actually, you know, can do in front of the camera and then not necessarily be signed to um, the WWE. Yeah, I think anything's possible at this point. Um, and I think Triple H is that guy who will bring us the things we never thought we'd see. I mean, we would see that in in NXT for a while where people would just show up, you know, and they'd only show up for one or two weeks. I mean, Alex Shelley was there for a bit and it was like, holy cow, are you serious right now? You know, him and Kushida reunited as a team. Like, so I think anything is possible right now, which is what makes this entire road so exciting because it literally feels like anything can happen now and probably Mm -hmm. will. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, with Triple H running things, it's going to be awesome to see just him terrorizing all over WWE. I see what you did there. I see. If you just know, hit, you know. Hit, terrorizing. Hit it. Just, just right. hit the womp. Hit it. Hit it. Just, Thank you. It's, yeah. 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 Watch yeah. OWCW clips terrorizing. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what do we got next? Oh, <laughs> I mean, keeping up with, I mean, keeping up with Raw, TK. Uh, you know, uh, that third hour Raw we've seen with Triple H's fingerprints on it. First of all, the matches have been going longer. If you've kind of noticed, we haven't seen too mm-hmm. many squashes. Uh, we've seen kind of them really stretching out time, ten, even sometimes fifteen minute matches. It looks like we're going to get more of that as the third hour of Monday Night Raw. We'll have limited commercials. They've kind of pretty much acknowledged it. Andrew Zarion tweeted and confirmed about it today, and we've seen the last couple of weeks. But the 10 o'clock hour is one of the strongest hours, and Corey Graves even kind of confirmed that as much that a lot of people are tuning in at 10 o'clock because they somehow maybe forget that Raw comes on at 8 and not 9 anymore still. Uh, But uh, I I think it's pretty dope to kind of have that those limited commercials and – you know, not even do the picture in picture, which could sometimes be distracting, where like mm-hmm. a dope move might happen during picture in picture that you want to see full box. So limited commercials. I know USA is going to be kind of eh, but I think that, that, that that's going to end up with us getting more commercials and more picture in picture during the first two hours. Hmm. That's uh, Wheel Five Stuff says we were close to getting a working relationship with the new uh, with new Japan, Daniel Bryant, uh, with no on behalf of WWE. 
mean, yeah, I, I remember those talks maybe about a year or two ago. I think it yeah, might have been pre-pandemic, that. actually, where WWE and NJPW were trying to work on something, but mm-hmm. WWE was trying to kind of flex their muscle and be like, hey, we're going to do this. And, AJ, and, uh, and New Japan was like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, the Rainmaker will not. Okada will not be jobbing out to Roman Reigns, fam. Not happening. You know what no. I'm saying? That part. I, I wonder what that third hour too. If um, because Triple H is at the helm, because they have to make money. That's what commercials are for. Right. So I wonder with the limited commercials, they managed to bank in the money some other way, and they're actually because I did see a report. I don't know how true it was um, saying that they're, you know, now making more money than they did because obviously, allegedly, Vince was paying out these people, you know, a lot of money. So I'm, I'm wondering how they had because you have to make up for that. So um, I wonder if they're selling higher like the commercials that there are in the first and second hour mm. are cost more or. Mm-hmm. It's now because Triple H is at the head, more um, people are coming, so they're paid. Like it's it's getting more competitive. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, kudos to them for for doing that because definitely commercials be killing sometimes. But it's also yeah, yeah. Gets popcorn. yeah. And or when you paid eleven hundred dollars to sit in the section right below heaven, come WrestleMania <laughs> in Hollywood, like $1, section six hundred. Yeah, wow. there's like section 600 and then like the gate to heaven. Like that's how far <laughs> that you are up there. So that possibly could contribute as well. They, they could be limited commercials. Yeah. I also well, thought about this. Too. Oh, I also thought about this too, that, you know, we're getting ready to go into football season. And so mm-hmm. they're getting ready to compete with uh, Monday night football. Monday night football. And there's right. usually always a challenge with that. So if you start mm-hmm. getting people used to that third hour being significant, you may make it more difficult for them to change the channel uh in a couple of weeks once uh monday night football kicks off so that should be interesting too that's true and i don't know if the cleveland browns have any monday night football games but no one's gonna be watching those anyway allegedly maybe possibly who knows Wow. They kind of got some problems themselves. So, did you see JD Smith's comment? By the way, does the Rainmaker dance? No, it just hangs That's the phone. funny. That's <laughs> Vince will absolutely have will be having Okada dance with Shanky. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's Brutal. what he would do. You can see that. Oh gosh, what else do we got? Well, speaking of Monday Night Raw, a huge accomplishment for Bianca Belair, the current Raw Ooh. Women's Champion. Uh, has done something that I don't know people had realized. And so we have to mention a certain name. So we're just going to mention it and keep on moving. (laughs) Bianca Belair now at 274 combined days as a women's champion has just passed Sasha Banks milestone of 273 days. Now it's interesting. It took Sasha Banks six title reigns to get to that mark of 273 days. combined days meanwhile bianca is in only her second reign doing that it's also interesting to note that while sasha has had three times more reigns as champion than bianca belair bianca has had twice the amount of successful title defenses with 10 total title defenses of her championship she's only 12 days away or really 13 days away from breaking the next mark which would be the 286-day mark of combined reigns held by Ronda Rousey. So if she does that, that'll put her into the space of the top 20 longest reigns of any woman in WWE referencing their Women's and Divas Championship. So congratulations to Bianca Belair, who certainly should still be champion by next week as her title isn't scheduled to be on the line, uh, at least not until after the clash so she should definitely cross that mark pretty soon and eventually hit number 19 which is molly holly uh who's at 305 days and that's actually tied with nikki bella so really we're going to be talking about bianca a lot more as long as she continues Mm -hmm. to hold on to the championship yeah she has so much longer to go for her career so oh yeah yeah those 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 titles or those numbers she's gonna just collect so she's good Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so exciting times. We're witnessing more history with Bianca Belair, so I hope we're enjoying this because this is special. Yeah, absolutely. Black girl magic, black excellence. I'm going to go ahead and say that Bianca Belair 
is the greatest NXT call-up in the history of NXT. Ooh, let the controversy I'm, begin. I'm, huh? I'm just going to put that out there. You got to understand, Sasha Banks is 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 amazing. We've seen Sasha do her thing through NXT, Raw, SmackDown, but Bianca Belair kind of had it against her coming from NXT. Remember, Bianca Belair was never an NXT Women's Champion. And she got called up to Raw in the middle of the pandemic. She debuted the Raw after the WrestleMania at the Performance Center. So she came, and it was basically no one there. (laughs) The prophets were probably like, hey, what's up? What you doing? You want to hang out? Bianca Belair is special, and we saw her thrive from NXT, thrive with no audience, to finally get an audience, and the reaction matching what we saw on the internet, which sometimes is a rarity. Like, it matched it, and then she chased the title, and then she won the title, and... Oddly enough, her reign was even better than her losing, uh, than her actually winning, uh, than chasing the title. And then she loses against Becky, and people are ready to burn down the city of Las Vegas. And still without his champion, she had bangers against Dewdrop. I think that was the ultimate test right there to be in a mid card feud and still put on bangers. And then, of course, she goes back to to Becky and, uh, you know, has her moment, wins the Rumble. You know, like has her moment. It's just absolutely amazing what Bianca has done during her, you know, really two years on the main roster, year and a half in front of people. But she's a World Rumble winner. You know, she's a SmackDown champion, Raw Women's champion. I mean, she has been amazing what she's doing. And the representation has been huge. You got people, little black girls and girls of all races showing up with the ponytail. I mean, mm-hmm. it's getting to the point where it's iconic. Like, my shorty knows Bianca Belair. Oh, that's the shorty with the ponytail? Say less. That's the type of star that Vince wants that can cross beyond wrestling and be a true sports entertainer and be a part of the pop culture. That's what Vince wants, and I think that's what he has in Bianca Belair. Definitely a diamond in the rough because it's, it's been amazing. And and now and now you're talking legendary feats here of, of like what mm-hmm. she's accomplishing. And she's only going to continue to accomplish. Started. Exactly. Only just getting started. I... So, yes, Stephanie in the chat, she says she deserves uh, to break this record. However, Sasha should have definitely been given more substantial uh, reigns that match her ability. So it's interesting, the Sasha piece. Sasha, if you remember, it wasn't until her last championship reign where she actually had a successful title defense. Defense. Because she kind of had the Sasha curse, which was, Mm -hmm. you know, you win a title and then immediately lose it back. And a lot of those had to deal with uh, Charlotte Flair, who some might argue, to Kane's point, might be the greatest NXT call-up. Because we can't forget that Charlotte came from NXT, uh, debuted the same time as Sasha, uh, mm-hmm. And as Becky. So I think we'll get into that the conversation um, at some point because I think we can get into a real debate. I don't know if it's too soon to give that accolade to Bianca as the greatest call up ever from NXT since you have Charlotte and you have Bailey and you have Becky right now. Um, but I think it's it's a great conversation. Maybe we have that particular conversation another year, another two years, perhaps. I will say of these call-ups from NXT, she certainly has the greatest mainstream appeal. No questions asked. She certainly has the best crossover appeal. No questions asked. She has certainly done, I think, things for the culture and in the mainstream that Becky, uh, Bailey, nor Charlotte were able to do. So I don't think we have any question there. Um, I think some people might say it's too early to put that title on her, but I think we can see it coming. Um, and so I, I want to be fair with that. But with all of that said, I don't think anybody's galvanized uh, people all over the world from a female perspective the way that Bianca Belair has in these last couple of years. It's clear she's not a flash in the pan. She is the real deal. She's cross-cultured, uh, cross-cultures, and I'm intrigued to see what else she's going to accomplish because I, mm-hmm. I know she's not done. She's just getting started. Right. Yeah, it's with uh, with Bianca compared to Charlotte, Charlotte Flair and not mm-hmm. taking away all her accolades, but she being a Flair, that's that like if we had two alternate universes going on simultaneously and Charlotte Flair was just Charlotte, you know, 
from mm-hmm. Jenkins, <laughs> right? <laughs> Charlotte Jenkins mm-hmm. versus Charlotte Flair. Then, I mean, obviously we can't do this. It might be happening somewhere, but you know, I, I think that also plays, <laughs> it also plays in, as a huge play. And I, I feel like sure. too, um, when Charlotte, Sasha and um, Bailey came up, it was mm-hmm. a different era because Certainly. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, when Bianca was coming, it's like you could trace even before Bianca even made her debut at NXT, like she was doing the heaviest lifts. She was like mm-hmm. all these little vignettes on YouTube and that you were seeing sprinkled throughout the social media. You were already hearing about her before she even made her debut in the ring. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, it's, it's just like, it's only, you know, knock on wood, hopefully nothing crazy goes, but it's just like a matter of injury or something beyond beyond for for her not to be the greatest call up i just it, it's mm-hmm. it kind of i don't want to say taints but when you say charlotte you're thinking charlotte but well and and so i think we we add another element to it because technically the idea of nxt is supposed to be people coming into the performance center who ideally had never wrestled before right the challenge with a charlotte is she actually fits that bill now granted she had never wrestled before she was interested in other sports um having your dad of course as rick flair that's one thing but that also should have worked for his sons too and it did not so it didn't translate for mm-hmm. david Reed. so so with that said and it's funny because i'm not usually the the stand for charlotte and i'm not necessarily a stand for her at this point i'm just saying that she is technically you know as new and as green to it uh as obviously bianca the only difference obviously is there's no way that we can act like there weren't certain doors open for her because of her last name like we can't that's just there's no way to erase that from the equation as an athlete she's incredible you know she's mm-hmm. proven that the matches that she's had against a variety of opponents have proven that. So mm-hmm. it's very intriguing, uh, and I, and I like this stat here from Stephanie talking about uh, Sasha versus Bailey at Takeover Brooklyn. We could argue that that was one of the most important matches in modern history for women because it changed the bar for what we expected a women's match to be on a grand scale and that it happened at a takeover and not a main WWE pay-per-view is equally significant. Um, So again, it's just kind of, it's an interesting debate. Now I think obviously the debate could sort of be settled, you know, should Bianca and Charlotte get in a ring at this point though, I think if it happens, I got to give the edge to Bianca as crazy as that sounds. Just because you've got to be thinking that as great as Charlotte is, Charlotte could be heading toward the tail end of her career soon. Um, I don't see Charlotte doing this for another 10 years. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, she know, probably wants right to settle down. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. She's you know, like Andrade. She might settle wanna, down. You know, I found the one some grandkids for, for her, her father. So, <laughs> so he can have kids. something other to do. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, he, he might mess around a tag with them in his next last match. Rick oh, Flair man. and my grandsons taking on he, he would do Hulk it. Hogan. Yeah, he, it, it would be happy. Uh so we we just gonna I'm gonna acknowledge this uh <laughs> comment. We're just gonna graze past it because like I said, Sasha and Naomi are in bucket. But Bear Hudson says I have break I have breaking news to report. Plans are in motion to bring Sasha Sasha Banks Wait, and Naomi back to WWE. Look, I feel uh, like this was the I don't want to bust anybody's bubble, but I feel like Bear, God bless you. You've been coming in previously with this same comment, so I feel like we're being trolled right now. So yeah, uh, yeah you know, like I said, we're gonna. I'm just gonna acknowledge it, and you know, if it happens, it happens. we're gonna Roman Reigns. If it happens, yeah. we will say we will acknowledge Bear. Thank you. Bear. A broken yes. well, a broken clock is right twice a day. So eventually, if you, if you tweeted enough, then hopefully you're gonna hit. Hopefully, you won't actually bet this in Vegas, Bear, because you won't have enough money to pay for your internet to troll us eventually. So yeah, oh, you, you know, you know, please have money to pay for your internet. What do we have next? That is hilarious. 
Well, uh, speaking of Raw and Women's Tag Tournaments Championships, uh, <laughs> yeah, as we is. talked about earlier, we <laughs> saw that uh, JC Jane and Gigi Dolan actually stepped in, but there was a reason for a toxic attraction appearing because originally it was down to be Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark who were to be on Friday Night SmackDown competing against Natalia and uh it wasn't Natalia and Tamina it was Natalia No it and, was uh, Natalia and Sonya Deville and Sonya and Sonya Deville that's right and uh she was supposed to be there we even saw them do a promo on NXT about it but there was reports that she was actually pulled from the show due to being unvaccinated remember uh SmackDown took place in Montreal uh mm-hmm. home of famous screw jobs and whatnot but was this a screw job? Possibly, maybe. Who knows? Because the Kita Lions went to Twitter, and she's tweeted that uh, her vaccination status quote didn't have anything to do with the quote medical complications that led to her absence from SmackDown. She says that yes, it didn't have anything to do with the vaccine. One day I may do a live on Instagram or something to share. I hope you have a blessed night. So there goes that. It's interesting though because. Um, and I'll have to double check this, but as of like six months ago, coming into Canada or going into Canada, you have to show them your vaccination card. Yeah. Um, or you call, or you have to quarantine for 14 days. Like for instance, I told my dad, Hey dad, I have a house. You can come visit guest room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, once, uh, once they, they're lenient on, cause he's a non that he didn't take his, he didn't he's just. You have to know, him. but he did. He not preferred get- the natural way. That's all. He he right. wanted to yes. eat some soup, eat some yes. poutine. He's Canadian. That that part. So <laughs> he preferred the natural way, and that the reason coming into America is not a problem, but going back into Canada as a Canadian, um, there's there there lies a problem. So it's interesting if that is still the case. Um, Canada is a little bit more. Um, they're 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 about you know. Um, not I want I want to say progression. They're about prevention um, yeah, more than waiting till everybody in Canada has COVID or monkeypox to then. So um, they're definitely more on that end. So I don't see them lead, um, kind of maybe they narrowed it down to seven days. But again, she said she's going on live to explain it all. But do you think that uh, they'll circle back? to the storyline or what do you think is going to happen? Well, let me let me follow up on what you just said there, TK, about traveling to Canada unvaccinated. So right now, uh, children, 5 through 11, um, can travel if they are accompanied by a fully vaccinated adult. So, TK, you are absolutely right that uh, you cannot travel to uh, Canada unless you are vaccinated. So... Uh, there's that. And that's the rumor. That's what everyone's thinking. If you follow Nikita Lyons pre NXT and seen some of her tweets, some of her thoughts, uh, then, you know, some of her thoughts may be aligned with being unvaccinated and not taking a vaccine. Um, I think that for Nikita Lyons sakes, uh, I almost hope that this is a vaccination issue and not an injury issue because mm. Nikita Lyons and she tournaments have not mm-hmm. been getting along very well. Of course, she mm-hmm. unfortunately tore an MCL, had an MCL injury for the breakout tournament and missed right. that, to which I believe she was going to be the one to dethrone Mandy uh, totally. for the NXT Women's Championship. So they had to call totally. an audible on that. And now we see here with the tag tournament, for them to, to specifically put Nikita Lyons and the last woman to challenge Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship, with that being Zoe Stark as a tag team together, then you could see that some type of push was coming and to see Tiger's attraction get the win over Natalia and Sonya Deville you can clearly tell that they have big plans for Nikita and Zoe which they've had to call an audible and change so I hope this is more of a vaccine issue than an injury issue because the best ability is availability that and if part. she keeps having <laughs> these injuries in the middle of everything then maybe WWE might cool off when trying to push her and mm-hmm. we might see her unfortunately you know have to go and redeem herself elsewhere so for her sakes for her sake, I almost hope it is a vaccination issue, actually. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you saw that happen with Chelsea Green. I mean, right. she was in. Every time she came up, she got injured, I think, what, two or three times? Right. Yeah, literally. One time on main roster, and then they kind of. And then broke her wrist, and that was yeah, it. So yeah. She came back, and it happened, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And, and now yeah. she's uh, trying not to get pizza cut by Nick Gage at GCW. So, you know. But but <laughs> to that end. Best life for her, too. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, to that end, it, it may have actually worked out because one of the things that actually made the most sense from a continuity standpoint is that if there was going to be a tag team coming from NXT to get a shot at the women's tag championships, it should be the former tag champs being toxic attraction. So mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those things that in a weird way made sense worked out i'm actually very happy for toxic attraction i'm happy for what it means for nxt because you can't look at nxt as developmental anymore if they just yeah. beat two of your veterans um right. so I, I think this is a great move overall i do hope that nikita is okay and uh we'll obviously find out what will happen here but um this is this is all getting really interesting surrounding nikita lions yeah I, and and look, mm. if all else fails, if, if all else fails for Nikita Lyons in WWE, she can always go back to her pre WWE career as Iggy Azalea. Thank you, thank you very much. Fancy was a bop. Fancy was a bop. I, I liked her when she was rapping. Nikita well, Lyons. shout out to I think she was the lioness at Wow, which K and I, mm -hmm. K and I will be at this Friday. Um, and we did interview her while she was at WOW. Um, an amazing career and also um, an interesting story. Um, you can't say that she's not well-trained. She mm -hmm. trained in a lot of different things. Like she's, if we can get the combination together, like you were saying, Kane, where it's, you know, hopefully it is not an injury um, mm -hmm. and we can get her back on track. I feel like, the, I mean, obviously, like we can just go back to the picture. The look alone says yeah. WWE superstar. Like, oh, yeah. um, I mean, I know there's people who dislike her um, political beliefs. If that's, you know, you know, that's a whole nother story. But just looking at her training, mic skills, all that other stuff, this this is her this is her field. So hopefully, mm -hmm. um, you know, we can see that happen and come to fruition. Yeah. Um, and, and, and again. And who knows? Zoe could have been injured. Like you know, we right. there could have been something that was also wrong with Zoe Stark. Obviously, mm -hmm. Nikita's kind of like the target of the IWC at the moment. Uh, but no one knows what's happened yet until we actually know. So I, I hope in this situation everyone's okay. And mm -hmm. for once, you really hope that this was just a vaccination issue. It's just nothing wrong with it either. If you don't be vaccinated, you know, that's fine. But these are the consequences from it, unfortunately. But I hope it's rather that than an another injury that's going to set her back for a while. Because I love seeing Nikita Lyons wrestle. I think she's dope. So Yeah, she definitely, absolutely. definitely is. And she's uh, so fancy. So fancy. Iggy. Anyway. <laughs> Thank, you. Just, Thank just, you. you know, first things first. I'm the realist. Hi. Um, <laughs> with that being said, uh, definitely go and check out. Um, we just uh, dropped our interview. Well, we didn't. We dropped our interview with Giselle Shaw um, mm. this morning. So definitely go and check that out on our nice. website. I'm gonna pull up the thing for you guys. Uh, so definitely go and check that out. I feel like um, just like off topic, Gerard. What we were talking mm -hmm. before we went on the show. Yeah. I feel like we should have a. A watch long and or discussion on um this net netflix the untold the girlfriend who <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious i'm curious to you know hear what you, what, what your feelings are um yeah y'all don't know what i'm talking about i, I told you I, I made reference to it we have a few minutes before we have to get out of here the yeah. girlfriend who it didn't exist on netflix it's mm -hmm. based on a real story. It's it actually both the people are in there telling their version of the story, which is a Jeez. really good documentary um, choice. And it's mm -hmm. about a gentleman by the name of uh, Matt Tateo, mm -hmm. who uh, was a great football player um, in um, Notre Dame, dated a girl um, virtually for three years. And that girl um, literally didn't exist. Um, mm -hmm. So you definitely have to check it out. It's a great Beautiful documentary, but I'm very curious, um, Gerard, what, what, when you see it, uh, mm -hmm. what, what your thoughts are. It's a two-parter, and um, it had some moments where it's just like, this what we doing? Like, yeah, I'm, I am, I am definitely, definitely checking that out. I've got it pulled up right now on Netflix, and so I'm going to, yeah, to check it out. I think it's like a five-part miniseries. No, it's, it's just two. It's just, it's just two. Oh, it's just two. Okay, okay. so so I kind of I kind of yep. dozed Perfect. off. 
during the second one, but this was amazing. Uh, this was back mm -hmm. in 2012. I thoroughly remember this happening late 2012, early 2013. Uh, it was the 2012 season with Manti Teo. And just to give a spoiler alert, he had just like a raindrops keep falling of my head, but the raindrops were like just acidic poo drops. Just the worst things to ever happen to one person simultaneously happen to this guy. And it raised a lot of eyebrows. This isn't being camped in hindsight here. It raised eyebrows then, now, and forever. Even now? But yeah, because people felt like how in 2012 were we being catfished? I know 2012 was already a decade no. ago, but Facebook was still a thing. Instagram was a thing. MySpace was holding on. And it was just like, you are the star linebacker at but Notre you know Dame. What? No, how, Sway? I, I know how, because I'm thinking back 2012, 2013, if I remember. I have internet radio station, and we had a bunch of folks who were our listeners in our chat, and we got catfished. We got catfished by this girl who said she was in Texas. She would mm. send pictures. We would hear her voice. We were, I mean, we didn't have a reason to not believe it was her until the real person started saying, stop tagging me in this stuff. This is not me. I'm not the person. And so as a point of reference, Kev on stage, the comedian was with us and he kind of broke it. And I'm going, wait, are you, you mean a whole station and a bunch of listeners just got catfished by so it's very possible because we didn't think that it could happen because we're still meeting people and we're still connecting with them and then when you hear somebody's voice like you don't have mm -hmm. a reason to not believe that it's them and so right. when that happens it's like whoa you know so i think and this might have been ago, the, it's possible and this might be the pit part you dozed off at kane but he did the spoiler alert spoiler spoiler alert. he i mean Kinda. obviously if you, if you watch catfish you know all the like all the stuff that happened for the article to break they did the stuff that was done on catfish and wow. i won't give any too, too many details details wow. with that however matt did do his what he could because he saw that the girlfriend had friends in common so he hit up a few people saying, hey, mm. you're, but you don't think if somebody hits you up, like now you're very cautious. When somebody hits me up, it's like, do you know this person? It depends right. on who the person is. If they're like, do right, you yeah. know Kane? Yeah, I know Kane. But it's like, mm -hmm. do you know this person that I might have interacted with that may or may not have a picture or we might have you know, worked yeah. in the same building or whatever? Yeah. Then I'd be like, at what capacity are we talking about? Because I can't vouch yeah. for this person. But that's today. Right. It's like yeah, back back then you weren't thinking about that. You're like, yeah, yeah, I know them. And that was pretty mm -hmm. much the, the question. It wasn't like a in-depth. But we had AOL chat rooms. And the thing was, you never meet a stranger from an AOL chat room because you can't even see them or see what they look like. But FaceTime and all of that, that was a thing. And even with FaceTime, they're like, hey, let me FaceTime you. And it's like, oh, oh, it's something wrong with my connection. I can't see you. Or, you know, there's nobody FaceTime. It was just the, that the, the, the flags were there. The flags were there. Where it was just like, all right, well, I'm Banta Teo. I know I play football, but I also play another sport called swimming and i am swimming in the hoo-ha because i am a star linebacker at notre dame and i don't need to do this cross-country dating from a far situation you know what i mean so i kind of felt like you know mentateo had a decent senior year was it heisman trophy levels of like senior year yeah, but was it Heisman Trophy level? If you want to write a story of a guy who had to, you know, come over this horrible, acidic poo rain that's been all over him for how can so many things happen to one guy within six months? Then, yeah, it's a good story for that. So will the world ever know? I don't know. But for my man to sit down and do an interview, I'll never show my I'll be embarrassed. I will be so embarrassed that I got played like this because being catfish and being duped on the being duped, I think are two different things. Catfish is like. It's like lover type of situation. I want to pursue something. We've all worked in radio. We've had people call the station. Hey, this is so-and-so. And like, you got to verify. I, I don't need to watch it and I don't need to go through it. Okay. I like my catfish. catfish. I like my catfish on a plate, not my catfish on a date. Thank you very much. So I like my catfish. But yeah. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. That's right. <laughs> 
And Mental <laughs> Tail should have been able to smell the BS that was coming his way. But it's a fantastic wow. watch. I'll let you guys figure out, see how you get. Um, shouts to the person whose Netflix account I'm using to watch it. I appreciate you for always paying your Netflix account on time for me to be able to watch these shows. Now, that's and a great question, though, because <laughs> I watched the Swindler. Swindler, and Swindler because that was good. That yeah. was really good. This one was good. It's two different things. I, okay. I think they're equally they are equally good. Um, Tinder Swindler. It was just one of those. It, it, they're they're equally good. I couldn't. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. Um, I couldn't pick. I think I might gravitate towards Matt because I like sports and okay. um, call like you know watching his story made me think of like when I was in college. And, you know, I had a brief, like, like, and I knew him, but I had a brief, like, long-distance relationship. But it was, like, I saw him and stuff like that. But it's definitely possible because these full, right, now the, the, um, they're making more money because they can take deals from places. But those full-ride scholarships, you you just you just live in. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, you're, you're living, like, bare minimum. Like you could mm -hmm. tell, like when I was in college, you could tell when you got the scholarship check because the guys would come in the new Jordans. And I'm like, no, my rent needs to get paid. I like to eat. Mm -hmm. Like that's the stuff that's going to get paid first. And I never yeah. had extra money for Jordans. Like that wasn't mm -hmm. like, and I was on a budget. So, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the likelihood of him, you know, doing all the other stuff, like, fly, you know, being flown out and all this other stuff, you know, not, not so much. But um, I, I don't know, Tinder Swindler, um, you know, I, I like Tinder Swindler. I like them both. Um, mm, mm. Do you want to? Well, I actually have a meeting in one minute, so we have to so do that. Go for it. <laughs> yes, we'll have it on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we have. And we might no, talk we about Quincy Elliott on Wednesday too. Oh, <laughs> yes, because I think he debuts tomorrow. Yeah, I believe so. It's gonna be I something tomorrow. So. We've seen That's him on Level Up. If you have yeah. time, go back and watch clips on Level Up. They're going to make a I've debut. I've been doing that, so this is going to be interesting. And I have a feeling yeah. it's going to be like a notch, uh, a couple of notches above what Level Up was. So that's being said, he's going to level up. Find you. Yes, unfortunately, please follow me at Kane McCoy C A I N M C C O Y, where I would tweet my vaccination status. I know you want to know. Sheesh. Jeez. Maybe. You can reach me at Bonnerfied on all aforementioned platforms. It's been a big week. Uh, we had SHW 42 Rumble Jack premiere on IWTV this week. Also, nice. Battle Slam premiered on Fight TV Thursday night, doing commentary on that as well. Uh, Friday, we had the debut of Championship District Wrestling debut on YouTube. And then today, breaking news, uh, Session 6 from the Nightmare Factory Student Showcase debuted today on the Nightmare Factory YouTube page. I'm doing commentary on that as well. So nice. go ahead, check all of that out. Fun, fun times. Wonderful things are happening. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And nice definitely uh, you guys go and check out our website. Uh, we just dropped the article from uh, Giselle Shaw, Nikki and uh, Katrina did that interview. So great interview. Go and check out the article, check out uh, the interview, all that good stuff. And then also, uh, what did JD say? <laughs> <laughs> him or Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> that or music. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, so definitely check that out. Check out all our social media, WW Talk Pod. I don't want to show off my life too much. I know. If we talk about Kane's social media, which is pretty much non existent for a person who's on the radio, I digress. <laughs> Anyways, you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, we are here Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays. 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time. So until next or until Wednesday, y'all, uh, have a wonderful rest of your day. And thank you for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. <laughs>